Welcome to the 150K Podcast, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Have you ever had a dream of being successful, living a life you love? If so, this podcast is for you. From practical applications to tools to help you level up, I am going to open up my network of success so that you can achieve your life by design. So sit back, grab your pen, and get ready to level up. Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, and we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have with me my buddy, special guest, Andrew Sales. He's been on the show a couple, or this is the second time he's come on the show. Um, last time we talked about solar, sales, a bunch of stuff, but since then, he's done a hard shift into NFTs, crypto, and other things. He didn't get rid of the solar, he just built his empire more. So, Andrew, for people that haven't, you know, Maybe they didn't hear the first episode or don't know you as well. Give us a little bit of your background and, um, you know, kind of where you're at and what you're doing now. Absolutely, man. Great to be back on this uh, this 150K podcast, man. This is legendary. I can't wait till you get to uh, 150,000 episodes on the route, the route you're going. Yeah. Um, but my background, you know, I, I was a screw up growing up. I live in St. Louis City. Uh, I've always been an entrepreneur. But the first form of entrepreneurship I was exposed to was, was selling drugs. So I, I sold drugs from 15 to 20. When I was 20, these cops beat me up, took my drugs, and let me go. Uh, I started playing poker full time. Caught my past caught up with me. I went to jail. When I got out, I got in the door to door sales, built up, had some success. My past caught up with me again. I went to jail, got out, built up again. Um, went back to jail, got out another time. And this time I finally got my life together. And uh, I reached out to a mentor, a guy named Bill Rowland, who ran that uh, very first door-to-door company I worked for. It's called 2020 Companies. He sold it for $150 million. Wow, and, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I met him on Facebook. Or I didn't meet him on Facebook, but I found him on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't, I never really talked to him in person or anything. And I was like, hey, man, you don't know me and I don't know you, but I want to say thank you. I just spent six months in jail, but I was working on personal development the whole time. I didn't know about personal development before I met you. So I just want to say thank you. I'm going to do big things. And uh, I didn't expect him to answer, but sure enough, he, he shot me a message back and gave me his number. And long story short, he took me under his wing about five, six years ago. I was in um, 2016 or so. And, um, you know, I, he helped me build a door-to-door company. I made, you know, 100,000 plus off of a couple years in a row. He helped me start a healthcare company that I scaled to the point of making 50K profit a month off of. And then he introduced me to my uh, solar mentor that helped me build my solar, solar company. And... Um, you know, short, when I was building my door-to-door company and I got out of jail, I ran into one of my poker buddies because I had played poker full-time before I, before I went to jail the first time. And when the government banned online poker, a lot of my friends went to, to Mexico to play. Mm-hmm. And this guy was in town and he's like, man, did you hear about Bitcoin? Because we had all, you know, poker players, had always they always owe each other money and we'd always send Bitcoin back and forth because that was the cheapest way to send money back then. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, I heard it got to a hundred bucks, but it'll probably never go any higher. And he's like, dude, it's a thousand dollars. And I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And, and so I spent the uh, the next six months researching Bitcoin and crypto every single day. And I finally pulled the trigger. And, uh, you know, I bought my first Bitcoin at like twenty six hundred bucks. And, you know, it was, was getting more after that. And you, you remember back then, you know how I am on social media too. Actually, you won a, a giveaway I had back then. I did, I did. Oh. <laughs> I still <laughs> but, have that. They're still growing. That's tight. I gave Joe his first 50 bucks in crypto. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I talk, when I get excited, I talk about stuff on social media and people were hitting me up every single day um, asking about crypto. So uh, I started a crypto group 
And uh, I took on a hundred clients within 40 days and it turned into a hive mind where we're investing in these things called nodes and they like pretty much print money and stuff. And uh, we were flipping them and then the bear market came and bear market means like the, the market went down pretty big. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I got a good offer to sell the group. So I sold it and walked away. And then when the, the, the next bull market came, when, when Bitcoin started going up again, like crazy, some guys from the group reached out to me and asked me to start a, uh, a, a new group. And I, I'm real big on like personal development and, and helping people and self-education. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, we got in some projects super early and, and did really well with them. And I had heard about NFTs, but I thought they were stupid. And I found one that I, I liked because it made sense to me. And it was the first NFT project we got in and it did 180X over six weeks. And it, you know, like a $1,200 investment turned to like 50 grand in six weeks. So we were like, you know, we, we know how to spot good, good crypto projects. We know how to spot good NFT projects. Why don't we just start our own? And, and so that's what we did. We started our own, our own project that started out was going to be something for our friends and friends of friends, but then it just developed this whole crazy momentum. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I was telling you earlier, you know, solar, yeah, it pays my bills right now with my 60 to 90 hours a week going to crypto and, and growing this project and, and building our empire in the metaverse. Yeah. Well, and I follow you guys on there and I think you've gotten some pretty big um, people that are like supporting you. Like I know I saw Ryan Stewman. Uh, that's yeah. one that, that popped out to me enough. But you had some other people that have like joined and like kind of sponsored it. But for people that don't know, what is even an NFT? Because like some people listen to this probably have no idea. Because again, this is still pretty new. It's like when Bitcoin first came out, a few people did it. Now everyone's doing crypto, but they don't really know what NFTs are. So give us a, like an idea of what that is. Yeah, for sure. So a, an NFT is a, is a digital asset. So it, it, it's, um, it's just something that it, you can own on the blockchain. And a blockchain is just a digital ledger where information is stored, right? It's like the internet. It's just like another layer of the internet. So like, uh, you know, this painting, I could own that on the internet. And, and it could be tracked from person to person to person. And, you know, some people, they buy NFTs for the artwork, right? That's not me, though. I, I've never, like, I think that's a pretty cool painting behind me, but I've never really been in the art. Me. I buy NFTs, I invest in NFTs for the utility, the use case, the need that it solves. Mm-hmm. When I when I find something an NFT like that, that's what really jumps out to me. So there, there's NFTs that deal with gaming, movies and, and music, uh, NFTs that are tied to like funds and stuff like that, the fractionalized ownership, that, that's what I look for in an NFT, an actual use case tied to the art. The art's just secondary to me. So for someone just starting out, say they're like, you know, they've gotten into it a little bit. They have like maybe a grand or two grand just to start out. What would you suggest for them? Would you say go in the NFTs? Would you say, hey, get into more of the crypto? Like just some, and again, this, hold on. Let me make sure I say this. This is just us talking. We are not recommending anything on certain. We're not giving anything. This is just two guys talking about crypto and NFTs. We're not responsible for anyone else's choices in this. You can make a lot of money. You can lose a lot of money. I just need to put that disclaimer out there. That way no one comes back and says, hey, you told me. We didn't tell you. We're just talking. But just an idea. If you had a thousand bucks and you were just starting out now, or you have someone coming in, what would you advise them to do? Like, how would you advise them to do it? So I, I think everybody should have a crypto bag and, and an NFT bag, right? So like if I, <laughs> NFT bag, that's kind of funny to say, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, so like I, 
if I had, if I only had a thousand dollars and I was starting off right now, I, I'd probably put a half of it or like, you know, if I had $2,000, I'd put like half of it in, in like a cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, you know, one, one of the big ones, something, something mm -hmm. probably safe with some upside. Then I'd take the other half and I'd put it in into NFTs. And, and the reason I say you want a, a portion of NFTs because there's a lot of NFTs that generate passive income just by holding them. And, and like, I, I know like the, the people listening to this are like, oh man, he's on some MLM shit. But no, like, trust me, like I hate MLM just as much as everybody out there. Yeah, yeah this is the, on MLM. <laughs> the, the way it works with, with NFTs is, is, is different. And I, I make quite a bit of passive income off this. So um, I'll, I'll tell you guys my best investment of the year. But first, let me explain how, how it works and how you, you make passive income off these NFTs. So let's imagine you acquire a painting, right? And maybe we'll just say like the Mona Lisa for, for simple sake, because the painting everybody knows. And it's a super expensive painting. Yeah. And when, when you get it, you're like, man, I can't keep this in my house. You know, I, I, I got to get a safety deposit at the bank, a safety deposit box at the bank. So you go to the bank, you get your safety deposit box. You, you put your NFT in there. I'm sorry. You put your Mona Lisa in, in, the, in, the, in the safety deposit box. And in this crazy universe for showing faith in the system, for showing faith in the bank, they send you like three or three or 400 bucks every single week, just like clockwork. They send you three or 400 bucks a week for, for just, you know, storing it there. Well, this crazy universe actually takes place in reality on the blockchain, right? Mm -hmm. I can get my NFT, this digital asset, I can store it on the blockchain and then they will give me tokens for storing the, the NFT on the blockchain. So the best investment I've made so far this year, it was called the, the God's NFT. Mm -hmm. And what, what I did was I bought it for 900 bucks and then I sold it about 70 days later for 30 grand. Wow, and that's good. Yeah, yeah, it was a great investment. And the the entire what really attracted me to it though was the passive income aspect. I I knew there was gonna gonna I knew once the market caught up with me with it, it was gonna pop. So uh, what I was able to do is I I was able to stake it, store it on the blockchain, like with you know our 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 online bank account. I was able to store it there, and for doing that. I earned tokens every day that were called dust tokens. Mm -hmm. Now, again, like people are like, well, well who, who would want dust tokens? Well, me being tied into NFTs, I, I understand that the best NFTs are the most expensive ones because they're the most stable, but they also have a lot of upside. But your average person might not have three to $5,000 to, uh, to, to invest in, in, in you know, an NFT like that. Well, what the, the God's NFT project did is they took all the money they raised bought a bunch of other blue chip NFTs and this dust token that people generated from the gods NFTs can be used to purchase expensive NFTs at a, at a big discount because there's a limited supply of dust. Mm -hmm. So I, I knew there was going to, you know, again, I, I said, I look at NFTs for the use case, the utility, what need does it solve? Well, the need is people want expensive NFTs, but they can't always afford them. Well, here comes an NFT that will give you a token if you show faith in the system and store it in the blockchain. And that token can be used to purchase other NFTs at a discount. So I was like, wow, this is huge. So that's why I would say, yeah, half of crypto, but then throw half at an NFT that's going to generate some passive income for you. Yeah, well, no, that makes sense. It's kind of like stocks. You have your bonds, you have your mutual funds, and then maybe you have like a certain company you want to put money into that you feel is going to grow over the long run or maybe a quick turnaround. Like right now, oil and gas is this way. 
there's a thing called gush that I put money into and it's based off of the gas prices going up. Well, a month in, or two months ago it was at 72 bucks. Today it's at $177. So if you would have invested on that, kind of like stock, you can go and then you can sell and get a kind of a short-term and long-term investments is what I'm hearing you say with it. Yeah, yeah, there, there's that. And, and if we're going to relate it to stocks, let, let's talk about stocks that pay dividends, right? Mm -hmm. Like the a lot of these NFTs, when you when you stake them, you'll you'll earn tokens, yeah. and those tokens are like being paid out a, a dividend. And, and, and but the beauty is like you know like you have to own tons of stocks to get a decent dividend on on, on something like Apple or or yeah. Facebook. I don't know if Facebook pays dividends. I I honestly am only in crypto. Different stocks too, but yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I know you have to own, own a ton with with one NFT that I bought for nine hundred bucks on the way up to thirty grand. I made one hundred and fifty bucks a day mm -hmm. in, in tokens off of it, and I, I just sold those tokens on on the open market. You know, the to the to, to, to take equity off the table on the way up, and, and then I you know I didn't get greedy. I sold the top, you know not at the absolute top, but close to the top. Yeah, well, I mean it. it... It, it's the new thing, and, and it's kind of like this. This is what happens with everything. And when something new like this comes out, you have your early people that are going to try it out. Then you have the people that after it's been there for a little bit, they'll start coming. Then the middle of the road will do it. Then you have your stragglers. I still think with NFTs, we're at the very beginning stage. You know, Because like Bitcoin, when it first came out, however many years ago it was, you were excited when it was at 1000 bucks. When I looked at it today, I think it was at 30. When I looked at it a couple of months ago, it was at 66. I wrote that up. I put a couple hundred bucks in it when it was like 24 and wrote it up to 50. But I was telling a guy that I, like, I'm associated with, I'm like, look, in this game, you need to have your out strategy, just like you do with stocks. If you're writing it up, you bought for this amount, you get here, and you can't be emotional about it. I think that's something that just, just people need to be careful because this is, can be like, get excited and you think it's always going to go up, 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 but there's risk to it and you can lose it all. So it's kind of like, you have to be very, like you said, intentional with what you're doing. Yep. Yep. And, and, and you, you want to know the market, right? Like when it's easy to, to get fooled in that it's, it's easy thinking it's easy to make money at crypto because there, there's times when everything just goes up, up and up, but you want to talk about risk. There was a coin just recently called Luna. It went from a hundred bucks down to fractions of a cent in a few days. But it, mm -hmm. it, you know, me as somebody that, that's tied in the community, the whole time this coin was on the way up, I was like, this doesn't make any sense because the system isn't sustainable. And and, uh, and and you know, people just kept putting money into it. And like, there's people that had like twenty million dollars in it and stuff. And you know, now it's worth like you know ten thousand or something crazy like that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you, you do need to know what you're you're investing to and, and educate yourself if, if you're going to put your money in into crypto and NFTs. It's, it's not just easy money like some people make it out to be. Um, what I tell people is if you're investing in, in crypto or NFTs, you're essentially becoming your own bank. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to become your own bank, you need to take the same responsibility to protect and hopefully grow your money that banks take with your money, AKA really their money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, 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 there is a lot of responsibility that comes with this type of investing. So how do people navigate this? Now, I know your group's good and you're solid and I can vouch for you that you're going to treat people fair, but like, I can't tell you how many, and I drop into people's DMs, so I don't think this is a bad thing, but when you do it bad, you frustrate me. But I don't know how many crypto or MLM or people that just drop in, they go, buy my crypto. And you're like, bro, you don't know me. 
what are you talking about? And then you start talking because I have a general knowledge of it. And half of them are just reading a script. So how do people get through the noise to get to the right groups and stuff? Yeah, man, that's um, that, that that's that, that's that's a really great question to be honest. You know, like when I started, there there wasn't really quite this much noise. Like I, you know, I said I spent about six months researching, and, and you know, I, I went to the two plus two poker forums and, and read through the entire forum, and then there'd be stuff to cross reference this and that. And there, you know, the people in the forums are never really trying to teach anything. They're always like, yeah, go look here and figure it out. You know, and, yeah, yeah. and, and so like now you got a lot of people, and 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 it's funny. To where somebody could have start, you know just started investing three months ago and they they know more than somebody brand new and they talk like they know something and, and unless you truly know them you know like you you don't see the things that they say that that truly expose themselves so um there there's plenty of people out there though that they Ooh. they have great content and some of them are and there's plenty of people that know stuff that some of them are just a- average everyday people so like if you're uh if, if you're if you're looking at like an influencer check their track record right like me i'm not a big influencer but i have videos of me telling you to buy bnb when it was like seven bucks back like four or five years ago and it touched like 500 bucks last year oh yeah. uh, i you know you look at the i have videos of me saying my top 10 coins back then and most of them are still around now and there's only about 15 coins still around from 20 2017 so like mm-hmm. i i have a verifiable track record you can scroll my facebook and and see some of the the stuff i share and see i have a verifiable track record Every single morning, I run a chat called Coffee and Crypto, yep. and in our and, and sometimes in our chats, we make calls. We made a call a couple of weeks ago that it was a thirty dollars investment, right? Anybody mm-hmm. with just called bucks could have got in. On our call, it ran up to ninety. About seven days later, it ran up to fifteen hundred, and then they airdropped us a free NFT worth four hundred. So anybody that threw thirty bucks in, we told them, you know, arguably they made about fifteen hundred bucks as long as they kind of sold when we when we said we were selling. Yeah. Yep. So, so, you know, you can find somebody with, with the verifiable track record. Um, then on top of that, the other thing is just get involved, right? Like you, you got to learn about the space. So there, there's a, a lot of space, like they're called Twitter spaces. They're like chat rooms, mm-hmm. jump in there and, and hear what people are talking about and, and, and listen to them and, and start learning. And if you don't know something, you know, raise your hand and ask a question. And, and that, that's really what you got to do. You got to take responsibility for your learning, you know, get yep. on the Twitter spaces, the clubhouse rooms go to live events learning at a live event is just next level because it's just so intense like like mm-hmm. crypto moves like six six weeks in crypto is like six months in the real world you know and nfts and shit with as fast as it moves and it moves faster in person because you're just networking so much faster and then like learning what they know that you don't um so yeah you just, you just gotta you gotta find a, a solid group you know like people that they uh that they're that they know what they're talking about they they're generally able to get a, a solid group of, of people around them and you know they usually have a verifiable track record but um, on top of that you do just have to take responsibility for mm-hmm. for your education and, and put yourself in, in those spaces and uh you know do a bunch of reading and and just look into stuff yeah when it sounds like pretty much anything there's risk in doing a sales job there's risk in starting a business there's risk in going on a date like there's risk in everything you have to be willing to put the work, the time in, learn about the product before you make that type of investment. Or yeah. if you just want to roll the dice, know that you might get burnt. I mean, that's just how it works. Some of it is just trial and error. So, because my mom was saying this, I had a guy and we were talking a little bit about Web3. So NFT kind of flows into Web3. That's kind of the same type of thing. Like I've heard of people like, I'm buying businesses or something in 
So break that down. Have you gotten into like the whole Web3 thing or is that just a whole different thing altogether? Yeah, so like Web3 is really where it all ties together at, right? And and so like to, to kind of break it down, because it, 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 it is weird. And a lot of people probably throw the word out there and might not even really know what it means. Yeah. But like, so like to me, Web1 Web was, was how it all started out. And like, I remember being in like sixth, seventh grade and my friends that were like, I, I, I was in the computers young, but I was never like the computer nerd. I just thought they were mm -hmm. cool. And, um, and I'm, but like, I'm, our friends were on like IRC and, and MIRC and they were just like chats and you can download stuff back and forth. And, you know, we, we can even wrap into web one Napster, you know, that, that, that was part of that, that real connectivity with, with, with web, web one. Well, then web two came and, and it was everything just more organized, right. To what we are in, you know, right now with there's, there's Google and these search engines. And then yeah. like, your, your friends are e easily organized on, on these social media apps and then like different different glimpses into their life based on different app, apps and, and and that's web two. But the the issue with web two is all that organization that's going place and that's going down and that data that's being capitalized off that organization is going to the pockets of, of very few. Yep. Well, the, 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 the directive of, of web three is essentially build on the infrastructure that was put in place for web one, but to put that money in the pockets of, of many. And, and you know, that goes by creating, first of all, but then also solely just by participating in, in the system. And, and, and that's what I, why a lot of these NFTs tie into web three, right? And like, I'm big on uh, what's called gaming NFTs. So like I, I told you that we can stake our NFTs, we can store them on the blockchain and they'll generate tokens passively. Well, there's there's gaming NFTs, and these NFTs can be used in a game, in, in multiple games. And when you you win or perform certain tasks, you earn crypto. Yeah. And, and so like that that's a you know for for me that grew up playing games when I was a kid. Like I was again I was never a big gamer or anything, but I, I understood games. You know, it it made sense to me that oh I can I can I can you know make some some tokens playing this game, and then I can use them on in-game items. Or I can sell them to other people that want to use those 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 in-game items. And kind of the way I uh, I like to explain it is, you know, I, I was poor growing up, so like I, I you know I had Sonic though, and I you know if I was playing Sonic, you you run and you grab all the rings, and as you grab the yep, rings, yep. you can upgrade and, and progress levels. And you know, like I, I I'd hustle up. Well, there's there's probably rich kids out there that didn't want to do the grind; they just want to run through the game and kick ass. So if I could store those rings and then at the end of the game, put them in a vault and then sell them to the rich kids, they would probably buy them and then upgrade yep, their yep. Sonic and just kick ass in the game. And, and that's what happens in these in these NFT games, these play to earn games. And, and that's what Web3 Web is. Instead of the developers of the, the game making all that money and being like, well, yeah, you can, you can give us $10,000 to upgrade your Sonic and kick ass. Well, people like me can play the game, earn rewards within the game, and then sell those rewards on the open market to other mm -hmm. people. And, and then there, there's many other ways that it, it gets monetized the same way with social media, yeah. right? To where we can take this 150K podcast, build out a, a platform, you know, called something podcast or whatever. You turn your, your podcast brand into an NFT. You, you sell the NFTs. You have a pool where people can stake them. Mm -hmm. And in the same way that... Uh, you know, Spotify or Pandora pays for streams. We've set it up to where 
50% of those, those earnings from streams would go to you and 50% would go to the people that owned your, your 150K podcast NFT that had it staked in your in your pool. So you you earn a part of the fees that are coming in from advertising and all that good shit uh, for, for being a creator. And then the, the people that participate in your creation, they, they earn for, for participating. Um, and I'll, I'll drop some real alpha on here for you guys. I, if you, I hope you hear this one quick. There, yeah. There's a... Uh, an NFT right now called Steppin and they're, mm-hmm. they're NFT shoes. And, and you buy these shoes, you download the app to your phone. And when you walk, you get, you get, you are in to- you're in to- coins called GST. And with uh, three shoes right now, I'm making about 120 bucks a day walking for 20 minutes. And, and I'm about wow. to upgrade the nine shoes and I'll be making about 500 after I upgrade my shoes and stuff. And it's so like- big over... When you're walking, because this is, I walk a lot. So like, are you talking about like literally walking, you get paid to walk or literally there... walking? Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That, that it, intrigues me because I walk about two, three miles a day. And, and that's web three, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they have these tokens, they have a use case because you, you, you know, you, you, cre- you can actually breed the shoes and you have to have the tokens to breed the shoes and create new shoes. And people mm-hmm. use those shoes to go walk. And then you earn tokens from walking, you upgrade the shoes. Um, but then, you know, like they, they raised a bunch of venture capitalist money, but what I foresee the big future of it is companies are going to want this data of where people are walking, right. Yep. When they're, when they're, when it's being tracked, they're already working deals with Adidas. So like mm-hmm. once this comes to the U S like legit this summer, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm making a thousand to $2,000 a day, just walking for, you know, at that point I'll be walking for 45 minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. but that's web three instead of these other companies monetizing your data your actions you're compensated for that and that that's that's what we're building out no that's cool yeah that's kind of like the next step a lot of people might call it virtual reality or stuff like i've heard people buy in different storefronts in it or doing different things and then now i've heard of this bigger businesses actually starting to look into it and invest wanting to make sure they're not left behind um that's the gimmick in my opinion I'm sorry, I, I cut you oh, off good. there, but that that that's the gimmick, right? To where the, the, you you see like the the movers and shakers in the fa- the space from the fakers and the corporations trying to jump in. They they yeah. think it's going to be all about virtual reality and this and that, and like that's going to be a tiny aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Web three is connecting your everyday life, your everyday actions to the to to the internet essentially how we already are through our phones mm-hmm. and, and you being compensated for it you know like yeah. the stuff that's going to be built within it that's the, that's going to be just like the icing on the cake that's going to be the fun stuff the the real stuff is is you know what i just explained right there is your everyday actions being rewarded and um that, that'll be the you know the, the future of everything yeah well and that makes more sense so instead of facebook or instagram or someone's seeing where you go and selling your data, you can just sell your data and get paid for your data, which makes more sense because it's you anyway. I'm a libertarian. I don't want someone making money off of me. I want to get paid for what I do. You know, exactly. I'm a sales guy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a space for everybody in Web3. And, 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 and so that, that that's why I'm carving out my niche right now. And I and I, I, I try to urge all my friends to, to carve out their niche and why I try to truly pioneer the space and, and provide value for people that want to come in and learn. Yeah, no, that's cool. So let's do this. Let's talk a bit because we talked a lot about like NFTs, crypto and that type of stuff. But you still also have your what I would almost call your day job now. So right now you have the solar that's paying the bills and everything. And you're still building teams there, but you are a sales expert. So I can't let you off the show without giving us some sales tips as well. Um, you know, I know last time we talked door to door, but you've done a lot of different types of sales 
for someone that's just starting out, maybe they want to get into NFTs and all that stuff, but they don't have any money right now to do it. Let's talk a little bit about hustling, doing sales, that type of stuff that we can get them to the point where they can maybe start investing in crypto and making money that way. Because you and I For both sure. know they have a hundred bucks. They're not getting anywhere really in crypto, but if they can build up a little nest egg, then they can make that grow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, it, 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 I, what, are you asking what I would do if I was just starting out in sales and you had to start from nothing? Yeah, say that you, you see the crypto market, you see whether you want to get into it, but you don't have the money to do it. What would you do sales-wise or business-wise to get to a place where you can do that? So I, you know, I, I think the easiest way, not, not necessarily easy because every, everybody would do it, but like the quickest way to make cash in sales is, is just go out, you know, find a good door-to-door position with, uh, with, with a good product that you believe in and sell and just pound doors and figure it out and, and make some quick money and, you know, fire it in the market. Then when you get something to play with, if you want to go full-time, do it. Um, if you're, the, the other route is to, to get involved in Web3 and find something that you can you can make money off of in the space and there, there's a lot of opportunities right so when a new project comes into existence and, and, and is first put on the market there's a thing called a whitelist and, and usually you have to do several actions that could take you a few days to, to to get that opportunity to get yourself on the whitelist well there's people out there that are they're whales they're, they're called whales they have a ton of money they'll pay people to go out and do these actions and collect the whitelist spot for them. And, and like that's turned into a, a full-time position. Or like if you're, you know, you're watching the space and you're passionate about it and you truly educate yourself, there's projects that they, you know, they, there's a lot of communication that goes down in discourse and telegrams. People will pay, you know, good money, you know, 500 to a thousand a week for a community manager to manage a discord in. And they usually pay in crypto, right? That, yeah. that's, that, that's a good way to uh to get involved in in a couple entry-level positions in the space and and then those are really just sales positions because part of the 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 job is is getting out there and putting the hustle in and and, and you know so, and selling people on joining the project too so um you know if i, if I had to do it 100 in the real world i'd probably knock some doors knock 100 150 doors a day to be real especially because we're on the 150k podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, or if i had to do it in the metaverse I'd, I'd find a way to do it that way too yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny. Success leaves clues. It doesn't matter if it's in like a sales space, like what we've all been in or the metaverse, or whatever, the time, the effort, the presence, the intention you put into something is what comes back to you. So a lot of people dream and they're like, I want to do this. But if you don't put the work in, doesn't matter what avenue or tool you're using, you're not going to get any money. I think that's the thing that people need to realize, you know, like you, yeah. you make it sound easy, but I know you, Andy, you've been busting your ass on this yeah. for a while. You've been reading, researching, leveling up, connecting, doing the right things you need to do. There's a lot that goes into it. And I think people just need to, like you said, educate themselves, get after yeah. it. Find uh, honestly, and that, that, that's anything sales or, or business or entrepreneurship. You're, you're going to need to put the time in. It, it, it all starts with time. And I, and I got, you know, my sales trainings, I, I harp on that a lot to where uh, I say, yeah, we, we talk about making crazy money here. And it, it sounds crazy because it is because we, we put a crazy amount of time in, you know, we, we come in and, and we do this meeting, at, you know, for an hour every day. And then you go out and you sell for, for another like six, seven, eight, maybe nine hours. And, and then if you're, if you're truly trying to level up, you should be going home and reading, watching mm-hmm. something on YouTube, going through a course something to level up practicing your pitch and then if you're struggling 
you should be popping in the office early and, and finding somebody who's good and asking them, you know, what can I learn from you or at, tell them what you're struggling with. And most top performers are, are going to want to help you unless they're, they're like the lone wolf ones, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're always around too, but you know, there, there's always somebody, if you're struggling, there's somebody in there that, that knows more that's going to help you at yep. least get to that next level. But it starts with putting that crazy amount of, of time in, right? Mm-hmm. And and I and I and I right, I, I do that with everything. We were at a NFT week in Miami and it's supposed to be like a six-day trip, and it turned into a 14-day trip because we just kept staying for for more events. And I, you know, I, I was going out and I, I spoke on, on stage at CryptoCon. I uh, we had a booth at NFT week. We were at the Solana Hacker House, and uh, I'm networking with all these other mm-hmm. projects. You know, we're we're building a play to earn game. So uh, I'll meet another, you know, people that can can build the game out for us down there. But then we also are, are you know, we we're bringing investors into our project. So um, I'm going out with these whales and, and and feeling them out and, you know, making them feel comfortable with me and our project. And, and so I'm, I'm really going to like, you know, two to 4 a.m. and then getting up at seven to go back mm-hmm. and, and then work at NFT week and, and network through the day with the, on, on the business side of things at, at Hackcraft. So it was really like, 16 to 20 hour days for about you know two weeks at a time and that, that last day I, I just crashed out I, I couldn't yep. stay awake and, and it was just like but uh but to deliver for our community uh, I'll, I'll put that time in and I'll, I'll do it day, day after day until we get to that level to where I know we're, we're gonna be at we need to be at and you know what's funny you said here and this has made me think of it you were training while you're doing door to door and just relating with people and learning the connection process and how to talk to people to now you're in rooms with multimillionaires, with business owners, with players, with this whole new community. And now you're using those skills and networking and speaking on stages and all. So again, a lot of people look back and go, well, this sucks knocking doors. Well, you don't know what you're training and learning now will open the door for you later on. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, you, you, uh, you got to start somewhere and, and you got to build those skills and, and the, the best way to learn business is through sales. Cause the, the core of every business is, is sales. If you're not selling, there's, there's no fucking business. Like, I, I don't right. care what the business is. <laughs> like yeah, You don't uh, have a business. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and, 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 and we get there sometimes to where it's like, all right, guys, we, we, we haven't, you know, we haven't been selling shit for a week everybody's sole purpose is to make sure you, you, you sell, you know, our game board NFTs this week. That, that's all we care about is selling game board NFTs. And, and so it's like, boom, you know, you're a sales guy all of a sudden. So mm-hmm. that at its core, you, you want to know sales because you, you can build on top of that. And, and then you can start learning the, the management side of things. If you're good at sales, right. The next level in sales is sales management. And, and a lot of people don't even like management because to be real, you can generally make more as a salesperson. True. But the, the, the next to the get to the next level it is management because then you you do have opportunities to create time freedom for yourself down the line um but that teaches you how to you know manage people and in, in different personalities or different organizations within an organization and, and that you know running a business and and then you you go to the next level and, and then you you truly learn how to run a business and and how to build departments w- within a business and and then make sure you understand yeah. those part departments enough to make sure they're running but then to be able to hand them off to somebody else and, and have that that start properly, but that that can all start with with you know putting your knuckles on doors or or picking up phones and, and you just gotta start somewhere and just start sharpening the sword or even just start getting the weapons right. Like maybe you don't start with the sword, maybe you just got your fist, but that, that that's just what you're starting with. And eventually you'll you'll get the knife and yep. eventually you'll yep. get better. Then eventually be like Joe, that's a slayer, you know that that just crushes out you know every single thing he does. So. 
but you, you got to start with that first knock or that, that first phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, and I know we talked about this before, but it takes 10,000 hours to be a master at anything. And that's yep. not 10,000 hours of rainbows and unicorns. That's <laughs> knocking on doors, that's make, getting hung up on phone calls, that's learning the game. And that's with anything. Like you with crypto, you spent thousands of hours doing cryptos and NFTs. I spent thousands of hours to the point now that I actually train people on sales because I understand the process. I understand how to shrink time. I understand how to get that repeatable business for them. And the same thing with you, with crypto, there's certain things that they need to learn to do, but they have to walk through the process and sometimes just step in it so that you can learn because you can tell them a hundred times, but until they actually go through the experience, sometimes it just doesn't land. Yep. Yep. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, and, and that's the other thing too. Like, a lot of sales and business people, they they get too too caught up in the in the education side, right? Like, you you do have to take the action, and 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 do something, and 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 then or you know take some punches in the face along the way because that's just the reality of, of anything. It's not going to be all unicorns and rainbows or there's going to be some sumo wrestlers trying to body slam you out of success and and we want to be dragon slayers you know you don't want the little ones are fun for a little bit because you get a little excitement you build the momentum but then you want to take down the dragons then you want to go to the new thing and then once you get to a certain level it's like okay cool i've done that what's next who am i going to help next now and it kind of shifts because you only go on so many trips so much you can only buy so many toys then what are you going to do? What's your legacy going to be? What are you going to accomplish? Who are you going to help? You know? Yeah, man. And, and it's funny. We, we say that on, on this podcast because like, I, I remember when I was in jail, right. And I never made a hundred K in a year. And, and it was like, I, I was working in the kitchen. Cause you, you got like some time served for, for working in the kitchen. Yep, and yep. like, I, I played dumb because like, I just wanted the easiest job. So like I, my, my sole job was to wipe down the, the tables and, and like, you know, with water and dry them off. And then this, this scoop, the, uh, the cereal on the breakfast trays every morning. Mm-hmm. And like, there were like, you know, 6,000 trays or some shit. And with every scoop, I'd be like, I made a hundred K I made a hundred K I made a hundred K. And then I got out and it, you know, it's, I didn't make it that first year, but that second full, full, full year out, I, I made a hundred K. And then it was like, oh, fuck, you know, 100K, that, that, that's nothing. And, mm-hmm. and then, it was, you know, then, it, then like, it, you know, it just, uh, it, it got to where my, my lifestyle, just to maintain my lifestyle was 100K and, you know, yep. like making you know, multiple hundred thousands a year. Then it was like, man, I, I got to get to that that million, that million mark. And, and then, you know, started getting around more and more millionaires and, mm-hmm. and, and get more successful myself. And then it's like, damn, man, a, a million's not really hard. And I met a couple billionaires. Yep. And, and then I was like, damn, how can I make a billion? And then that's kind of why I decided to go all in on, on crypto and NFTs. Cause I was like, well, yeah, I, I know the, these web two businesses, right? Like, like solar and, and door to door, um, a, a lot of any direct sales business. Yeah. I could, I could figure out ways to make millions off it, but how am I going to make billions? And, and mm-hmm. then I, I, I was like, Hey man, I, I know this, this space, this crypto, this NFTs, that's the forefront of, of what web two, you know, Google, uh, Facebook, MySpace, mm-hmm. all that. I can build my my niche here. I can build my empire here, and that can turn into billions. You know, am I? Like I said, uh, within our company, we we say we're building to a hundred billion, and anything less is a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that that and like you said, that new challenge, right? To where yeah. where you get there, and uh, who knows? Once once we build that hundred billion, who, who knows? But I I think that's when I'm really just going to hang it up. 
And, you know, like I, I've documented the process and if you, you want to make a billion, just, you know, scroll my Facebook. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, who, who knows what the next, you know, the challenge then will probably be different, right? You know, to, honestly, then I'll probably buy a sports team and, and, and the new challenge will probably be winning like a world series, but yeah. It, Go it, Rangers. It, yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. I got you. No, it, wait, but you said something here and I, and, and I don't want people to miss it. When you were in jail and you're scooping the cereal, you're saying, I'm going to make a hundred thousand. I'm going to make a hundred thousand. And we forget, or we really don't understand how our subconscious works and how, when you start talking to yourself and start feeding your mind. And then you did some other stuff that people sometimes miss. You got into a room with millionaires. You got in the room with people that made more money. Now, let me put a disclaimer. I think, you know, this is step one, 150K is step one to get there. But it's getting in a room with people that challenge you. It's not the amount of money they made, but the amount of value they can produce in you, pull you up, level you up. So don't hear what I'm not saying. It's not always about money. Money is great. Money is a tool. But the key that you said that I want people to realize is you kept leveling up. A lot of people get to a certain thing. They hit that 100K. They're like, good. I'm good. They're happy. And they don't go anywhere else. Or they get to 500,000. I've hit my mark. I'm good. Where else? It really comes down to legacy and life and what you want to do and who you want to be. And then it shifts from what can I make to who can I help? Like, I, like that's just been like my biggest epiphany because I can go out I don't have to do this like I love doing my podcast I love talking to people like you I don't have to do this I can go out and make a bunch of money my family and I are good but I love it when people get that light bulb moment and that's why I bring in different ways for us you know you can do it with NFTs you can do it with sales you can do it with brick and mortar like that just fires me up dude like that that to me is cool and I just love that you just keep saying I'm leveling up I'm leveling up but you're right once you get to that level you're just gonna go to a different challenge because you're an entrepreneur you can't just sit yeah. still and be bored it's gonna drive you nuts yeah that 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 that's 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 just me right to where it'll uh you know and hopefully but then maybe i'll start to help my kid build his legacy but i mm -hmm. you know my my long-term goal has always been though in the st louis cardinals in, in 20 years and and i guess now we're down to like 15 years but uh you know, most people totally underestimate what they can accomplish in, in, in five years and let alone 10, 15, 20. It's just so hard to wrap your mind around what 20 years is. But like when I, I tell you, I, I got, it was 25, November 17th, 2015, I got out of jail. Um, when I, when I tell you, I, I, how much I accomplished in five years, it, you know, it'll blow your mind. I, I literally went from being in jail, living with my mom, with my mom, my girlfriend and my kid, living, sleeping on a futon mm -hmm. to, to starting a door-to-door -door business, then a, a healthcare company and, and making 50,000 a month profit. And I, I don't, I don't tell it to brag. I just, you know, just to show you yeah. what, what's yep. possible. And, you know, like that, and that's about, that was about a four, four and a half, five year timeline, right? Where I hit there. Um, and, and so anybody can do that if they put 110% direct effort and, and direct fo focus into in making it happen. And, and it is kind of funny you say a lot of people hit that at plateau because I, I, I personally do struggle at like the 50k a month mark to where like I, I get lazy unless I'm mm -hmm. truly 100% passionate. Like even I can be passionate. Like I was passionate about healthcare to be real, but um, you know I had to figure out how to get past that 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 thermostat that thermostat level for me. And for me, it was creativity, and, and that's what kind of drew me, truly drew me to uh, running NFT projects and, and and you know run it like a business because it gives me the opportunity to to be a visionary and, and let my creativity thrive and flourish 
while also being a sales guy and and selling you know the business yeah <laughs> so no, no it, i got you i got you so as we wrap this up what other words of wisdom thoughts you want to impart to the people that have been listening I and mean, we've talked to and covered a lot of stuff man yeah man so um my, my big thing is never give up right never give up is is is, is where it starts at if you have that never get, give up mentality you can't lose because you're you're going to move forward and, and maybe move forward as a, another direction but just because you're going another direction the true objective probably doesn't change if you if you or if you're totally dialed in on, on your true, true objective and, and then number two is is whatever it takes right if you're ready to do whatever it takes you you will be successful that's my model you you have to do whatever it takes and sometimes whatever it takes is knocking doors sometimes whatever it takes is picking up a phone sometimes whatever it takes is hitting the road and, and being gone you know and 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 that's that's what whatever it takes mentality and i everybody around me i i i make sure i instill i instill those two things on and then number three is do dope shit right if you're, yep, if you're yep. doing some cool shit uh you're you're gonna you're gonna be passionate about what you're doing and and you don't have to hundred percent be on your hundred percent on target with your dream when you start right you can be on the outskirts of your dream and just kind of working on it and just by working on it you're gonna you're gonna pull yourself closer and closer to the middle and then one day you're gonna look up and be like holy shit I'm, I'm at my dream so you just have to start you you have to decide you're not gonna lose you have to decide you're gonna do whatever it takes and then do some cool shit so where can people find you so yeah, I'm uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, Andrew Sales, S-A-Y-L-E-S, like my last name. Um, I'm on Twitter with at Close Some Sales. Those are the uh, the best places to find me. Every single morning on Facebook, I run a chat called Coffee and Crypto. It's a Facebook video chat. You don't have to have your camera on, but we do it every single morning at 9.06 a.m. We're about to bounce to a new platform that's going to be like the social media of NFTs, but uh, you can find us on Facebook and, and we'll direct you there. Uh, and I got a project called Adopoly, right? We're mm -hmm. the, uh, the the crypto version of Monopoly. You roll dice, you move around the board, you land on a property you don't own, you pay a rent and lad token. That's our native coin. Yep. Every time you pass go, you earn lad token, and you can also earn by by owning properties in the game. We're getting officially licensed by Hasbro, so uh, check us out at Ladopoly underscore NFT on on Twitter or. Ladopoly L A D O P O L Y dot I O is our website, and you can find us there. But uh, yeah, pretty easy to find on social media. Awesome, man. Thank you again, Andrew, for being on the show. I appreciate it. It's always good to talk with you. And for everyone listening, thank you for listening to the 150K podcast where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. And like Andrew said, go and do legendary shit. And until next time, have a great like day. It. Thank you for listening to the 150K podcast. Remember, your dreams become reality when you take action on them. Feel free to reach out with any questions on Instagram at 150K podcast. And until next time, keep pushing. You're worth it.